we are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips, just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are and how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Julie Carmen. The indigenous soul is what keeps us alive and connects us to all. What a beautiful statement, our indigenous soul. And it's what keeps us alive and connects us to all of the planet and the solar system. The all is how we connect with all people and with all the indigenous soul. By having an indigenous soul, you are from this planet, from the solar system galaxy, and a part of the movement it has. Each solar system galaxy has a movement and a purpose, as we do here on Earth. She says she is a woman of Mexican descent, indigenous ancestry. Her grandparents came uh, from the state of Zacatas, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, in Mexico. Uh, she's a mother of three or five grown children and a grandmother of 27. Oh my God, I've got my second one coming and I thought that was a big feat. And a great grandmother of 10. And in this time of life, her grandchildren are her loving self of life as they bring into her life so much meaning. And this is why she does the work uh, and the work that she does. She comes from a long line of crusaders, the Sierra of Alma, walking in both worlds of the physical and the non-physical, being in the knowing of both of them from birth and walking with them um, for all eternity. And at times in struggle in the human realm of being. This is how the School Without Walls came to be. Um, as we walk this earth, we are human and Alma beings walking both worlds whether we are conscious of the fact or not so why not awaken to it all both worlds as both worlds can have boundaries hence the creation of the school without walls really beautifully put here i am 100 percent in in sync with you here i always say that we're beautiful cosmic spiritual beings having a human experience and that human experiences allows us the touch the taste the the consumption the feel that the spirit has in a different form of energy and a different form of experience and you put the two together and you really do have a divine experience but we are rather inclined to get caught up in the human head and the humanoid psyche and we are forgetting that our soul is the wisdom that resonates with our heart and truth that lifts our spirit into action for our minds to know what our minds need to know when it needs to know it. But we're too busy conducting this expectation of life that lets us down anyway. Welcome to the show, Julie. Oh, thank you, Sarah. Thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate this. And wow, what an introduction. I, can, I like that. I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah. I went, wow. That was really cool. So, yeah. so um, just FYI, it, my name's Julia. Oh, Julia, um, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, a lot of people. And then Zacatecas. I know the Spanish words. You know, well, not the Spanish, Zacatecas. And it's Curendera. That's another, Curendera is, is a seer. 
yeah right yeah right. yeah yeah you said um something else and I thought probably oh, I probably yes ages like well, I kind of liked it oh. pronounce things so. <laughs> Sarah I liked it I thought oh I never heard it that way I <laughs> bring my British tone to everything I do right yeah <laughs> Just like, oh, curry, uh, what did you say? Curry, uh, I don't know. I thought of an art gallery mm. is what I thought of, you know. I thought, oh, yeah, I guess we are that, aren't we? Mm. Uh, as far as, you know, we're, we're uh, how do you say the word now? I can say a lot of words in Spanish, but the English sometimes uh, gets me. What, I can't remember what word you use, but. I don't know, I've gone blank of that, but it's going to pop out to us later and then we'll just blurt <laughs> it out. So, you know. It's, I love it. <laughs> I'm a seer as well. And, mm -hmm. you know, we are all seers in some form or other. Some of us just a little more volumized on it. Um, we, you know, when I see things, I see things in complete movies. When I see mm -hmm. possibilities for people, I see the extreme of where those possibilities can go. They've got yeah. to walk it. I can just see what's there for them, right? Um, exactly. When we decide to actually open up our soul's wisdom and kind of channel that wonderful knowledge and let it resonate with our heart and our spirit, you know, awakens into that action. It's exciting, isn't it? Oh, yes. It's very exciting. Very exciting, Sarah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was born like this. Uh, I'm from a long line of, of um, curanderas. So there's different, just like in here in the States, uh, there's different healers, I guess you would call them, right? Yeah. So my mom was a curandera del cuerpo. She was a massage person and mm -hmm. did a lot of work. De la hierba, you know, curandera de la hierba, you know, would translate into the seer of the weed mm -hmm. <laughs> or the plant, you know, so like, yeah, yes. yeah, yes. kind of deal. So the, the, the line that I took was seer of the seers, curandera de las curanderas. So I don't, I, I work mostly with persons that are, already established pretty much yeah and then you know work with them I call them the point people in this world yeah I yeah so. you know they're the guardians aren't they um mm -hmm. you know we're in an incredible transition right now you know and, and I have a brother in England and I speak to him every Saturday and it's all about everything that's going wrong with the world and I said well while you're busy looking at everything going wrong there are millions and millions and millions of us who are already putting things right. And you just don't choose to see it, right? Mm. And we don't choose to advertise it on the normal platform. This is why we do the podcast, where we can be more intimate, where we can be more inviting, where we can really share our energy safely. But the, the transition is already in place. The movement is already in flow. As I say, you can't put the baby back in the womb, right? Mm -hmm. We're born. We're born, baby, and we're growing fast. <laughs> Amen. No, that is, this is truth. That's all the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. No, that's the truth. Yeah. So that's nice to hear. I have a big family come from a big, you know, nine, well, there was 12 of us. And um, yeah, it's been a child. It, through the years, it's been a challenge because they always kind of looked at me like, mm. yes. you know, Jules is kind of a, yeah. But now they- I mean, to take you away, haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, now, now they're cool with it. But, uh, you know, when I, I was growing up, they, yeah. and my mom wasn't open for mm. me being who I be. Exactly. Because uh, I mean, she passed in 2019. So 
she was pushing 100. Mm -hmm. um, so her and my aunties in Mexico, they weren't very keen on me coming out in that way because it wasn't safe. No, it wasn't safe. The ridicule was was way too bad. I mean, I'm I'm 68. I don't know where you're at. Um, I was born this way as well, and it was people would congregate around you when you were in your wisdom flow because you you just speak what they need to know. You're channeling it. It comes out. You're doing what what they need to hear. And but then after that, they don't want to associate with you in case anybody else notices. Right? And it can be a very lonely life as a seer or as you know, seer here, mm -hmm. a spiritual, a spiritual guider. Um, it can be a very lonely life because of of the people who just don't really quite know how to handle us. I would say now in this era, you know, we're being seen, we're being more celebrated, we're being more um embrace for who and what we are but mm -hmm. you know I don't know about you but growing up it was a real push and pull you know a push to come to me and get what they needed to know and then you know just or push me away and it's uh, it was a lonely life mm -hmm. yeah no I I agree with you in 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 my um line of um ancestral um my my mom and you know that line of indigenous people, we were very cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it wasn't anything. It's when the overculture came in and, and, and then said, Oh no, you cannot be, you cannot be who you be. You need to be yeah. us. So that, that um, ancestral genocide and, you know, taking all that away, that was what my mother was afraid of. Yes. My aunties were, they, they did their work, but it was kind of on the low. Yeah. Um, when they saw me, they went, oh, my gosh, how are you going to protect her? Because it's not safe out there in the world because overculture will come and squash her. So I I had support, but it was like you're talking about kind of yes. on the low. Yes, the, the underground. <laughs> yeah. 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 Even the underground family. movement. Yes. <laughs> Which in a lot of ways, you know, it, uh, spirit can't be contained. There are no walls. There are no boundaries. Right. They're just it's it is free. And. And it doesn't matter where you are, underground or, you know, up in the cosmos, that spirit, if it's if it's within you, it's always with you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. And so we we couldn't do anything else other than what we are here to do because the spirit is so very prominent. And mm -hmm. so it's it's and there, you know, we have to and I think now, I mean, you've got this. I don't know if you've seen it, but like Fox News and everything talking about wokeism, woke, woke, woke. And I mean, no, you've just woken up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't wokeism. It's that you're waking up to that there is something different out there. There's a higher consciousness. Um, and it's kind of funny in a lot of ways to see how it's being embraced now because you've got the people that go, ah, oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I finally can be or I can step into that higher frequency. And then you've got the other people where it's like it's still a conspiracy to be woke. Well, this is true. What you said. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. I um, hang out with um, a lot of uh, I hang out in Hawaii. I have a lot of uh, mm -hmm. good. I, um, go. I know oh, you haven't been there. I know I, I, I hear you though I hear you yeah, yeah. you would love it um 
yeah, so I, I've um, hung out with the, the Hawaiians and then I used to do a lot of work in Indian country here and all over. And I just feel like I'm going home when I yes. go. They just like, because it's safe. It's mm-hmm. safe to be who I be mm-hmm. because it's normal. And because when my family came here to, you know, when the border moved, let's just put it that way, um, you know, that was something we 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 had to simulate. Yeah. yeah, it was a big thing to simulate. So I just kind of went okay, but we did our thing. My mom did her yervas, and you know, she did her massage. People would come over. She'd do her healing, and I would do my thing. But every time we go to Mexico or wherever I went. It was like, oh, I know you. And I'm sure you probably get that too, yeah. Sarah. Oh, I know you. And then I just feel like, oh, I could breathe. But in the in this overculture that we're in, you know, I did assimilate. I, I ran a nonprofit for 20 years, uh, just kind of did my own thing there to bring things back to the community. And I learned real quick that you needed to be in, in that human realm and be very structured and not to say things. And so that was okay. That was fine. I I needed to do that for a minute. Yeah. Well, you kind of really channeled that spirit in the nonprofit, but just didn't label it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a different. It was very different. Yeah, I don't use a high and low mm-hmm. and uh, frequencies. I use uh, light, mm-hmm. finer the frequency, the middle, and then the dense. Yeah. Yes. So the dense frequency frequency is what we worked with, my daughter and I. Mm-hmm. That was in my 40s to my 50s. Mm-hmm. No, no more than that. I don't remember. 20 years. We just figured it out. Yeah. But I did this work over here. I mm-hmm. did my work. I did retreats. I mean, I did my stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, um, yeah. <laughs> it's a challenge. It's, it's a journey in itself. And, you know, and for the, for the people that now, you know, in their 30s and 40s that um, have stepped into this, you know, beautiful spiritual beings that they are and, you know, are speaking it openly and mm-hmm. uh, embracing it, it you know, it, there's always the people before that laid the path for them, made it safe. And and it's hard to think that, you know, here we are in 2023 and you've still got people resisting. Uh, resistance is futile folks it's right the, the volume's already changed the, you know we're, we're already rising you know there's there is there is no going back however much you protest it's just not going to happen um it's like a tantrum child kicking and screaming you know it's it, the, the change is there um but it i think for them it's it's i don't think they realize actually how lucky they are um because i know from past lives being cleared from me that I had at least 50 of them of persecution where, you know, burnt at the stake, dunked in the, in the water, you know, I just torn and quartered, you name it. Because mm-hmm. I came here thousands of years ago as a spiritual being, a spiritual consciousness, willingly to help human beings always have that connection, mm-hmm. always have that higher elevation. So no matter what I've done in my lifetimes, there's always been some fundamental part of that. But as you said, you have to, you have to also embrace the human side, which is not only necessary for roof over the head, but it's also in a way how we connect. We, you know, we step up into the human realm doing the human work, but always with the spiritual drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, and maybe you've heard it. Uh, we exist because we resist. 
Uh, yeah, that's something that um, that is used a lot in, in my circles, yeah, of um, all of that. And I go, yeah, that's true. We exist because we resist when you mention that. But yeah, uh, it's important. Yeah, I, you know, I have all those grandchildren. And yes, yeah, I've, I've got a second one coming up and it's hallelujah. I, you go, what? <laughs> I, saw, I saw that on your website and I was like, ooh. So, I mean, <laughs> It's the best club to be in. The mm. first and the twenty oh, seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's like that's like the best. Yes. Yeah. So I have one of my um, my granddaughter Juliana. She's my um, apprentice and so on. And um, I share with her. I said, "Mija, you know, if she, when she's going through a rough spot, she's a, she's it's un pura nita, yeah." And um, and I said, "You know what, Mija." you know, I'm, I'm fine being the soil for you. Mm. Yeah. I am so fine being the soil yeah. for you so that you can exist so that you can thrive. Um, and when she's like struggling, I go, Hey, Miha, don't make this for not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, she's great. She's like, Oh, I know, huh? I said, my ancestors did the same thing. Mm. They had to hide and you know, it wasn't easy for them um being in this world being told to shut up yeah you yes. know this you know centuries of yeah yeah oh, yeah yeah oh boy yeah uh, did you ever lose yourself because for about eight years in my life even though I looked like I was still high functioning I was still even doing my spiritual work mm-hmm. but I remember a reader reading for me saying but you're not even existing in your own life you're not even here on the map because mm. I had retreated mm. I had gone into kind of that darkness and I could see the light over there but I was kind of safe in the dark and mm. I didn't want to come out until eventually I came out kind of blinded by the light and then feeling the shadows chasing me and then got to a point where I realized oh I love going into the darkness now because I mm. am the light in the dark mm-hmm. it's not a it's not an escape it's mm. a rejuvenation Amen. How, I mean, you're the interviewer. How long was that for you, Miha? That was about an eight-year period that I went through that. And and it was because I was in a tumultuous marriage, you know, Uh and the kids and, and, and so much of me wanted to come out and yet was being suppressed. And so kind Mm -hmm. of, uh, you know what it's like being a CEO. Our psyches are sensitive. Right. They're very sensitive. And I just I couldn't kind of take any more. And so it was a retreat of my psyche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. From 38, I think so 38 to 48, about 10 years, somewhere in there. I developed epileptic seizures. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I was like, yeah, and I know what I what I was doing, not you know, I just got tired. Yes. Yeah, I just got tired. I was having babies and that um, well, the last one, I had my last one. I started early when I was about 17 and all all from the same person. And I just, my body just shut down. Yeah, it, it can said, only take so much. <laughs> yeah, I said, I don't want to do anymore. And yeah, I was down for that long. Mm. I mean, uh, no license, had to have somebody with me 24-7. I wasn't like that. I was still functioning because that again, you know, nobody saw anything wrong in my life. You know, because oh. I suppose I lived a really good facade, and <laughs> and I was still kind of 
spiritually being able to help other people and raise my three kids, only three. Um, but, you know, having a, a tumultuous marriage and never knowing who's coming home, which personality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, is it one you retreat from? Are you ready to be on guard with? Or, you know, um, and it's, um, and I don't, I think it was also very much kind of, you know, it was around the, the late 90s and, and around 94 and 95, so many people, awoke into a spirit they became the you know the the leaders that they were very logical rational type jobs and suddenly something happened to awaken them from the to go down a spiritual path and become those leaders and those guiders and I think it was around that time Mm-hmm. And I went to a woman who used her pendulum to get rid of lifetimes, and she removed 152 lifetimes. We later found another 50 that was in the cellular tissue. But it was interesting because when I asked my husband for a divorce, he actually said that bloody pendulum woman took the control I had over you away from me. Mm. Which was so interesting. So she freed me, and it was around the 94. Right, mm-hmm. that time period where there was enormous spiritual surge of awakening, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it then became part of my transition to kind of come out of the dark and mm-hmm. step into who I am now and what my purpose is. Um, it's still, you know, amongst the tornado and the chaos, mm-hmm. but I was realizing I didn't have to have calm around me, I could be the calm, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I still function. That's beautiful. I still function somewhat in between because I was uh, what do you call that? Um, the you know OCD. You know everything right. had to be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so I I'm ADD, not OCD. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, ADD. I'm not that anymore. I'm not any of that. I was trying to hold everything in. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, and I was kind of functioning here and there, but I still had to have someone drive me. I had to have somebody with me because I, well, especially with epilepsy, right? Because you don't know yeah. when it's going to come on. Yeah, um, and in between there had um, many strokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this was all kind of your redirect, wasn't it? This, you know, this. Well, is, I always feel that when when these type of things come, they come for a reason. And you're kind of the little cosmic two by four saying, okay, if you're not listening to the signs and you're not paying attention to where you're going, I'm going to completely flatten you you so that you you can grow from the roots into where you need to grow. Yeah, something like that, I would say, something like that. But more, it was my need for wanting to be normal. Um, What's normal? Yeah. No, no, no. Yes. <laughs> but, but what is normal? But I mean, when you're 38 and you're having yeah. your fifth kid, you know, yes. I'm like, and everything, I, I agree with you, Miha. Everybody just thought everything was perfect yes. in my life. And I just kind of went, it's not perfect. It's not, it's kind of like, uh, but I just said, you know, I don't, I don't want to see anymore. Yeah. I'm kind of tired. And so mm-hmm. I was 38 years old. I said, no, but then then once the seizures and epilepsy came in, I said, okay. But somebody asked me, one of my students asked me, she goes, it took you that long? I said, I'm a little stubborn. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little stubborn. <laughs> I'm, I'm stubborn in and I'm horribly loyal. And I give people a chance way longer, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, just, and basically until they've kind of 
chomped you up and spat you out. You know, it's like, you know, I should have left a long time ago. I changed mm -hmm. the situation a long time ago, but I'm always feeling, you know, that um, from liberating them and then it's my fault. You know, that whole persecution <laughs> thing, right? So the human, mm -hmm. the human condition. Exactly. All right. The blame, the shame, it's all my fault. I'm not worthy, which is not spirit, but that is definitely a human condition. Oh, amen. I was talking to one of my sisters and I was sharing something about um, my ex and stuff. And, and I went into this big, long story and she goes, oh, my gosh, sis. And I go, what? She goes, it took you that long. And I go, I go, oh, yeah. She goes, three hours. I would have figured it out. <laughs> Yes. I said, whatever, sis. That's yeah. We had a great laugh. Mm. And I, uh, and she, she loves her ex-brother-in-law. Everybody does. So it was like, yeah, it's, it's fine. And so I just, I'm just a little, you know, in my human self, I get a little yeah. stuck. That's all. Well, it's also, you know, you had five kids. I had three. And it's like, you know, it's, um, I don't want to affect their security, their upbringing. Mm -hmm. And then it was my kids that came to me and said, this is ridiculous. Time for a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they wonderful? <laughs> yes. And that's the thing. We sell our kids short, don't we? You know, um, they, you know, the more that we actually help them stay within that beautiful spiritual essence of who they are, that beautiful sparkle dust, and let mm -hmm. them, you know, really follow that intuitive path of theirs and explore their purpose here in life. But what do we do? We pick them up and now you've got to go to school and conform or religion conform, mm -hmm. uh, you know, societies conform and all of that beautiful consciousness, we just switch off inside of them. And then later on, we wonder why humans are having a hard time because, you know, they were always meant to be that beautiful spiritual light and it's begging to come back out again. Mm -hmm. But why don't we just nurture it from children? You know, why don't we allow the child instead of us dictating, you must be just dysfunctional like everyone else. <laughs> why don't we follow them and see where they can take us? Yeah, that's what's so great about grandchildren. Yes, <laughs> I know. I, I, my, my grandson's going to be two um, this coming week. And then my daughter in about two weeks after that is going to have another one. Uh, this little one is is has Down syndrome, so you know we we know that we're up a little bit of a challenge, but you know my grandson. I mean, it's just you know, as a grandparent, it's so different from being a parent. Oh yes, and there's just like so much more time to to kind of you know I I'm going to be moving closer so that I can help. But I go every two weeks now and stay for a few mm -hmm. days and. We have a Thursday date going to our play group, which is what grandma does. Mom and dad don't. This is my play group with him, right? And it's we have our own language and everything else. And it's just, it's just, I think it's because we're not worrying about the next meal, the education, the this, the that, etc. everything else. We can just enjoy them in the moment. Mm -hmm. Sarah, what do they call you? Your grandma. Nana. Okay. Nana. Nana. Yeah, I was hoping Gamma, but you know, it's uh, the moment he sees me, he's at the door there, Nana, and they <laughs> FaceTime me, and so I'm Nana. So um, that's it. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm Gigi. And, uh, yeah, no, yeah. The, the other grandmother is Gigi. 
yeah Uh, because she was lives on the in the same lot and i'm going to be moving there they're putting a house on the same lot so we're all going to be together which is going to be neat but she's gigi Uh, Mm -hmm. I kind of feel more Gigi than I do Nana, but Nana is what he's called me and that's what it is. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, no, they're the best. They're the total best. And I hear you about that. Um, Like I shared, I started having babies at 17 and the last one I had was I was 33. So lots of, yeah. So my last son, Luca, when he he's 30 something now, but when he was going to turn 18, I said, oh my gosh, mijo, I'm going to throw you the I'm, when you turn 18, I'm going to throw the, oh, I'm going to throw this party. And he, and he said, oh, you're going to throw me a party. I said, hell no, it's for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in my teens and my 20s and 30s. I'm yes. pushing 50 now, mijo. And you know what? I'm not going to be responsible for another human being after you're 18. <laughs> I mean, financially. Or, right, yeah. <laughs> you need to make a boo-boo. My boys got into a lot. So I'm like, you make a boo-boo. <laughs> It's on you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, my, I, I was 28 with my first one. Mm-hmm. And so now she's 40. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and my son's turning 39 this year. And my daughter is 34, be turning 35 this year. She's the one that's having the second child. And she's it's beautiful. like, hmm? I'm I interrupted. I, I was thinking out loud. She's beautiful. I saw a picture of her. Oh, yeah. uh, the, the, uh, which picture was it? The one in the red dress? Oh. I think so. Yeah, recent one because I got on the Instagram. Yes, it was. It was. I, I found all their grad pictures and kind of thought I put them up, you know, because this is who they used to be. And and it's. I think it's like sometimes we go through life and you think, what have I done with everything? And then you a picture pops up and it reminds you what you were doing. <laughs> right. But I I hear you about the kids and and it's I'm the kind of the one quote quote that left home. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess um I was now separated. Uh, on the way to a divorce and now it's my time to explore who I was and um, five and a half hour, uh, years single and then into another relationship that my kids hated but this person did believe in all the things that I could do where everybody else had always told me what I couldn't do oh, and so it was uh, it was very much a beautiful ignition of my spirit again of trusting what I could do but again I stayed too long <laughs> <laughs> you definitely are a, a, an hermanita I can uh, glutton for punishment honestly uh, I'm now totally <laughs> single not a date inside but it's um you know, I'm always referring to our book of life, you know, various chapters. And I've just written my memoir. I don't know if you've written yours yet, but I hope you are, because you've obviously got a great deal to share. And it's interesting rereading when you're editing and you're reading it, what the theme is. And for me, what I felt there was a lot of feeling as I was sadness because I felt so disconnected to humanity. All I could see was humans hurting each other. And I just didn't want to be a part of that. But also because nobody understood you as that spiritual being, you felt all alone because nobody really saw you. Did mm. you feel that? Well, yes and no, Miha. I don't, because uh, I, it sounds like similar. Um, I don't know what it feels. I call them peeps just to generalize it. Because as soon as you say angels, guides, yeah. and people start putting pictures there. Yes. I don't know what it feels like not to have my uh, non-person right. beings ever. So I never felt alone. 
Right. In, in my spirit, I never did. But as no, a no, human, even, I did. No, even in the human realm. No, I did. No, honestly, yeah, I'm not, I'm not joking because people yeah. ask me that question. I said, no, I just didn't quite get humans. That's um, all. Yeah. That, that, that was kind of like, that's interesting. Mm. And um, so like in 2016, I said, you know, I've been around humans for a long time. Maybe I need to like kind of check this human thing out. And uh, I moved to Montana. And I stayed there till 20, the beginning of 2021. And that's when I decided I really want to experience, you know, I'm my whole thing, school without walls, walking in both yeah. worlds, fully awake. Yeah. Yes. And so I thought, hmm, maybe I should check this out. So I thought, oh, shit, no wonder people are lonely. Yes. <laughs> not, because, not because I was alone. It was, yeah. you know, it was because I went, oh, oh, this is not comfortable. Right. Not that I didn't experience life. I, I definitely yeah. No, but I 100% hear what, hear what yeah. you're saying. Like, is that, yeah. yeah, so I, no, not really. I, I mean, I'm being honest with you. I never really felt alone. Misunderstood, yes. Yes. But not alone. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was it was alone because I think I was probably more in my spirit, you know, and as a child, I was a sickly child. I mm. spent a great deal of time in bed with white walls. So off I went dimensional traveling. Otherwise, I would have gone insane. Yeah. Um, I've always traveled. I'm always off somewhere. Um, and it it became kind of happier in the other worlds. Mm. And so it was, you know, but but also because I think for me, it was what I could do for people. And then when I couldn't do it anymore or they didn't need me anymore, tossed aside. And I think that was just kind of that human journey. Um, but it, I, th I think probably it is like the word you said, disconnect. Like don't relate so much to way some humans are and it kind of disconnects you so it's been a battle for me I will be honest it's been a battle for me oh no I haven't I didn't say it hasn't <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I didn't say that but you asked I go okay the, um the thing that I I've always as, as you it sounds like um I've always had a lot of compassion for other people and mm. self and all, you know not yeah self kind of like I have to be honest was like so when somebody would die and I'm, I'm thinking you probably had this same experience uh like I had a sibling he passed and I I just see the the wonderfulness and the, yes. the re, and the rebirthing yes and then I would notice you know my siblings upset and crying and yeah. I would like kind of get okay and then I thought well maybe I'm not being um compassionate enough. no you just, that, just know there's no walls <laughs> yeah and so I just decided okay let me see what that's like and then I said, okay. And then I went, oh my gosh, it's not about them. It's never about any, I, no. this is my thing. It's not about them, but it is, but it's not, but it's about me, but it's not, but it's about them kind of deal, you know, but yeah. it's about, about both, whatever. And um, then I realized, I said, oh, goo, ooh, this, this is painful. Um, so I actually hired somebody, I call her my human therapist. I said, hey, I need a human. I, I picked her out. My peeps always find people for me. And I go, I need, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Um, and this is what I'd like you to help me do. I want to make sure that I'm walking this human existence in the most respectful, loving way that I can. And she cracked up after I've been, I worked with her for a few years and then, um, and still talk story with her every now and then, uh, she kind of cracked up. She goes, I think you're trying to get to where we're all at, where we want to get to. 
Right. And I said, that must be my dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, cause, she goes, because you're what you're experiencing is mm. what everybody wants to be. Yes. And so you're, she goes, so you're just trying to get back to yourself again. And I, her and I just cracked up. I yeah. said, I guess so. I mean, I, I, I went on it with a very intellectual, you know, like, okay, let's try this. But again, Sarah, what I found out that was I wasn't being compassionate to my human self. Right. Yes, yes. Yeah. It wasn't about other people. Other yeah. people were like, oh, no, you're the most blah, 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 whatever, whatever in there. And I would say, oh, okay. And I went, oh, my gosh, I'm not being very kind to myself. You know, up here in the brain thing. But do you think that's a serious thing, though? You know, we're so busy. I mean, what I realized, I was, uh, you know, constantly being there for other people at my own expense. Because when we felt, well, we can, this is what we're here for. This is what we should do. And then you realize, you know, you've got no legs to walk on anymore, you know? <laughs> so I think it's very much a serious thing where we don't know, we don't want walls, but there are other boundaries where, mm -hmm. you know, now I'm very much in those boundaries where yeah. it's like, I'm not afraid to say no, um, I can't or I won't because I know how much energy I've got to give. And I know how much time I need to rejuvenate that energy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I call them energetic boundaries mm -hmm. um, because that's what they are. So I actually teach that. Mm -hmm. um, it was like, okay, boom, boom, boom. And so like uh, one of my mentors, Mavis, she was a lifesaver. Because um, when I came out of the epileptic seizures, I said, I need boundaries, human boundaries. And then she said something. She goes, I'm just curious, Julia. So I'm in my late forties or whatever. And she said, every time you see someone in the non-physical realm of being, do you just let them in? And I go, Oh, do I? I didn't even <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's no wall thing actually. We still need to have a vibrational boundary there. <laughs> goes, Did you let any human into your house? I said, Oh heavens, no. And she mm -hmm, said, Hey, mm -hmm, let's mm -hmm. talk about this. And I went, yeah. Okie dokie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Light bulb moment, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah. So then I went, oh, shucks, because you don't know what you don't no. know. Exactly. And and you may know it when you're talking to other people, but you're unaware that that's actually what you're doing yourself, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, I always say these things are really good kind of kicking the butts and reminders. Hey, you know, what you're busy preaching is what you're busy doing, you know. Oh, you know, yes. oh chihuahuas, yes. Yeah, yeah totally. Like that... Um, that uh, old Chinese proverb, you know, student, student once, teacher, student twice. Right, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. learn more than I learn more than anyone that I could ever teach. I go, oh, yeah, because yes. I love I love people asking me questions. Yeah, I love questions, and um, my students are constantly going. I have another question. I said, sure, go, go with it. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, I, I know where to go get the info, but I don't have the questions. So where would I, right. you know, why would I exactly. go? Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of where that knowingness for me is that uh, um, I would blurt something out and, you know, I was a kid or even, even today I still do it. And it's, well, how do you know that? Can you repeat it? No. <laughs> it's gone. I hope you paid attention. <laughs> that was the message. I have no idea what I just said. <laughs> but my dad died when I was 11. Mm. And I remember my mom and my brother coming into my room and telling me and the first feeling I felt was relief because he'd been he'd had heart problems he was in and out of pain but he was also in and out of anguish mm. right and wow. it was like okay he's free now 
Mm-hmm. And then I thought, oh, God, guilty. Mom, you know, I shouldn't be feeling this way over my dad. Then. And I forced tears, which became very dramatic. And then they left me alone to get dressed. And I opened the door to my dad's room. And I said, I love you, dad. You know, you're, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you know, safe travels or something like that. And then I went to my mother and I said, God took the one that was the weakest and left the one that was the strongest. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, you know, just came out as it always does with me, just came out. And I've in when I'm sad for the people that are left behind. And mm-hmm. I'm also sad for the people who die in horrific ways because yeah. nobody should have that pain in that transition. But death has never been something I'm afraid of. I'm not in a hurry to do it because I've got things to do. Mm-hmm. But when my time comes, you know, it's like, okay, you know, <clears throat> I lived a good life. I, I did what I needed to do. I'm ready to move on. Because I believe we're just in these bodies, these vessels to have that human experience. But I am the spirit that will now go to this next chapter or next book of life. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I have the friends all over and, and some really good friends in Hawaii. And because um, I lived there for a while. Mm. And um, one of my friends, Georgia, she said, Do you know, Julia? When you leave, I'm just going to go, oh, she's on to her new adventure. I said, yes, I taught you well. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, I don't think I'm going to cry. I said, you better not. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm that's, okay. that's when it's we okay see the celebration of life, right? I don't want a yeah. funeral. Duh, <laughs> duh, duh, duh. I don't want any of that, <laughs> right? I want a party thrown. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to celebrate the goofiness of Sarah and what I've left behind. <laughs> And, you know, you know, the thing is, I don't know about your kids. I mean, it sounds like your grandkids are, um, are quite in tuned there. But my kids are kind of proud of what I do. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm different when I'm with them because I don't know about you become a bit of a chameleon around, you know, the, uh, yeah. you know, the yeah. surroundings. You blend into that. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. And they don't really see me mm-hmm. as the true me where I am now because yeah. it's they've still got boundaries. Yes. Yeah. My, my daughter, I have four sons and one daughter. My daughter totally is on board with everything I do. My sons, my youngest is a seer and he's, he's doing his work. My third, all of them are. My third son just came up to me one day and said, and he was like 11 or 12. And he says, I don't, I don't want to do this. You know, like, I don't want to see. And I said, okay, babe, you don't have to. You right. have choice on what you want to do. Yeah. And he goes, okay. Um, and, and, you know, so we've had our little conversation. Yeah. Uh, but you're so, it is so true what you shared because I was 17. Yes. <laughs> and my eldest son's going to be 53. So, eh, you know, there was a lot of um, human error there. Yeah. I, I, you know, my, my, my son is turning 39. You know, each one of my children has got something of me in them. So their comment mm-hmm. was, well, no wonder you're so screwed up. <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> so my, I'm you not know, with you. I under, it, I, yeah, yeah, you understand. Right? You relate, right? Yeah, so my relate. son is, is very, very intuitive, very spiritual in the way that um, he is a natural born leader. He's a natural born inspirer. And he has a very deep understanding that the trouble is he's still too, living too much in the wounded human side of himself. Mm-hmm. And then I'm hoping as he grows older, that psyche will dwindle and he will allow more of the spirit. Because even as a child, 
he saw people crossing over. He's had always that mm-hmm. intuitiveness. And he and he knows that I'm a very spiritual person and sees that, but still sees me as the human because they worry about, you know, mom who's on disability, who's going, oh, what is her future going to be? That's oh. what they see rather than the essence and the abundance of me, right? Because, yeah. you know, they, they, I think the shoe turns around where they, they, they start taking, you know, responsibility over you. My oldest is a butterfly. She's a free spirit. She hasn't uh, married. She has a boyfriend, but she uh, hasn't had children. She is a person that goes traveling. And wherever she goes, she leaves a, a, a beautiful nectar around that people remember. And so she has a zest for life, a spirit for life that she's always had and is very much with her. And, and a little of a scatterbrain in the human side of things, but a spiritual being, a light in people's lives. And then I have my youngest, who's one that's having a baby. She works with people with brain injuries. She's Mm. incredibly grounded and sensible. And from very, very young, she could see the BS in people. And and I'm, you know, like that. I can, Mm. (laughs) yeah, you talk all you want. I see you, right? And she's Mm. always seeing people from the inside out. And I mean, that's what makes her good at what she does. But she's also... um not as openly spiritual, mm-hmm. you know, almost a little afraid of it in in a lot of ways, although she actually doesn't live in it and she doesn't know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. That, that's an, that's, yeah. My, uh, yeah, my, my adult sons are, you know, like my work, I mean, probably with yourself to me, huh? You know, my work is um, sacred, not secret. You know, so yes. I, some yes. people like here in Pacifica or even in Hawaii or when I was living in Montana, people go, why don't you like blah, blah, blah. And I go, yeah, you know, like people will find me when they find me. When you they know. need you. Yeah, I, I don't, yes. you know, like if I get busy minded, it's because I get excited about some, yeah. something or someone. And yeah. then, then I just kind of get like little cuckoo and the, and the respect that I get drawn off into what I call oh look at the pretty pretty yes (laughs) immersed in that wonderful world yeah Yeah, so I mean it's just yeah and so I was yeah so that my adult children except for my daughter they yeah they they're very amazing beings and they're doing their work but it's very different and that was that was my thing you know it's kind of like oh huh wonder why they didn't do that yeah Um, you know, just that. My grandchildren definitely—they're—they're they're quite awake in yes. both worlds and and doing their things. And I hear you what you're saying. One of my granddaughters wants to go into the medical field, and she's very—you know—like she's like myself. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Do I have to be like you?" I said, "Oh heavens, no! Yeah. No, follow your own path. <laughs> if you want to daughter, to your you own wanna, inside, you know. Yeah, if you want to be blah blah, you know, let's say." everybody uses brain surgeon I said you know if you want to be a brain surgeon just you know get quiet you do your thing go to school get what you need and get quiet and then, then you'll see and everybody will think that you're a genius yeah exactly. <laughs> but you don't have to tell everybody you're seeing something right That's- exactly and but trust what you're seeing because when you're in that space you know it's honoring that space isn't it mm-hmm. you know you, you can get thrown into doubt sometimes am I seeing what I really am seeing and that again is the human doubt oh, that comes gosh, in yes. mm-hmm. but when we're actually in the spirit truth 
it, you know, what we know mm -hmm. is, is we don't need to validate, we don't need to justify, it just is. Right. Yes. And I think, you know, this is where we need to step out of the human psyche sometimes and just trust the spirit, sit with it, be present with your essence. Mm -hmm. And you will know where you're meant to be in that next moment. Um, but, you know, the old head comes in. <laughs> yeah, I know. One day I was just kind of, uh, sounds like, you know, very similar. I was just kind of like, well, that, that brain thing's no bueno. And then one day I said, oh, my gosh, I think the brain's like a cult. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was watching something. I said, oh, my brain. Yeah. I'm the cult leader. Oh, <laughs> haka maka, that is not right. <laughs> That's scary, don't you think, Sarah? Right. Well, I think that I think that you know because anything spiritual, uh, media, TV, and all of that is trying to make it into an evil cult. Exactly. Well, right. I mean, brain. I'm talking about yeah. the brain itself, just the human brain. I'm not yeah, but about. but that's the that is kind of that human thinking mm -hmm. is that if you are in that kind of spirit of allowing of being of immersing you know is that it, it, you are being controlled right and no I'm not being controlled by my spirit I'm being guided by my spirit yeah. I've still got the hands on the wheels they're just my GPS mm -hmm. but the brain can oh, no oh screw is that royally it's so, it's so wrong yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is so rude I, i'm yeah. just glad i know that my brain is making up stories yeah mm. that's all because it's yeah. you know separate realities you could take 10 people yeah and say hey in the same household which i've done and say hey do you remember blah blah and they go no i get nine different answers yes. and i go oh my goodness so I don't trust the brain. Right. I trust the brain when it comes to you need to shower, you need to brush your teeth. You know, <laughs> the you logical to... thing, don't walk yeah, in front I, of a bus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. those yeah. things that are yeah. programmed. But the rest, if it's a story that's kind of, you know, like, I don't even know if that's true. Are you a person that, um, I mean, I kind of BS myself into virtually every job I've ever had and everything I've ever done, really. Um, because I didn't know if I could do it or not until I tried. And a few <laughs> things I tried, well, no, they're not for me. And other things, oh, okay, yes, I can do it, but I do it Sarah's way, right? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily their way, but Sarah's way. And it was just kind of, it, it, I don't know about you, but it was always that pull. You've got to be Sarah. Stop apologizing for who you are and the way you mm -hmm. do it. You know, this is what you are meant to do. This is what you were put here. Stop second guessing, mm -hmm. right? Mm hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. I for a long time, I would like, um, it sounded like I was making excuses, but I was had I didn't realize until or saying, Oh, this, that, whatever, like you're talking about, right? Yeah. yeah like you're sharing, but I realized that I had my non, you know, my guides, my peeps, they were talking story with me. So I would have these pauses. But it wasn't that I was thinking in my head, I was just trying to gather information. Yeah, I information on all levels, you know, so I went, Oh, oh, and I would say, Oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm going, I'm not sorry. I just using that as a filler. Yeah, or explaining things all the time. Somebody goes, when I was younger, they go, you don't have to explain yourself. And yeah. I'm going, I don't think I'm doing that. But I guess I am if you're saying I am. Yeah. So then I got caught up in the human realm. Exactly. Now, yeah, now I just kind of go, oh, 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 my goodness. Okay, I see what I'm doing. That's all. My I'm biggest mistakes are in the human realm when I'm trying to be what other people want me to be. 
Exactly. Yeah. So I, you know, it's like, okay, assimilate, assimilate. Yes. Assimilate. Yes. Know. Resistance is futile. <laughs> 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 but I'm going to keep resisting. Because I believe on the other side. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. it does make life extremely intriguing. And, you know, um, I want to talk about your children's books um, because, oh, you know, yeah. an, an awful lot of seers, you know, people, we, we all get the gift in a different way, but a mm-hmm. lot of people have conduit written, you know, where it's just poured right through them. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, I've got to say Horace the cow, and I've got to tell a story about Horace. Um, I had goldfish and apparently um, I thought it was the same goldfish for years, but apparently it would die. My dad would run off to the pet store. My mum would pretend to pour brandy in it and blow it back to life while he quickly switched it over. (laughs) And then the night before we were going away for a two-week holiday, Horace died, which my brother told me with great glee. I'm just a little girl. And we go on this uh, trip and we have the same waiter for the the whole um, two weeks in the hotel. And I called him Horace. And at the end, he said, you know, I'm very you know, very, very endeared that you know my name, but how did you know my name? <laughs> he was actually called Horace. <laughs> well, the, the children's books are actually, um, they were inspired by my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and that's, you know, they definitely channeled. I had an editor to help me just with the whatevers, right? But Horace the cow came from, you know, have you ever seen a cow climb a tree? And it's about finding your, yeah. And, and my grandson, we, we traveled from one end of the island to the other end of the island. And he, everything that he saw, goats, whatever, um, he would pick them out and say, oh, there's Horace. Mm. Each, you know, and I would go, oh, okay. So I just, a story came from that. And yeah. then, um, the, the Horace, the cow, and then um, the two sisters uh, is dedicated to a good friend of mine that passed in 2019, uh, Jacqueline. It's, it's sisterhood and mm. then, yeah the indigenous soul is something that I'm working on that's all my work mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to call a memoir or whatever but it has 12 chapters in it and it shares every all my work there with stories in or in there you talk about being woke there's mm. a and this has been going on for a while you know how books are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been writing this one I've been yes. writing this, one. this year it's going to be actually fully published yeah so. right that's kind of deal. And, and do you find the writing just comes easily to you? Do you just, you know, I mean, some people, they, mm-hmm. you know, they recommend you do all the chapter titles and you have the whole format of where you want to go and you know the ending of the book. Um, I can't do things like that. With my memoir, I just shut the world out for a few days and just wrote. And every time I do a blog or do a show on my own, it is whatever comes out. You know, whatever comes out is meant to come out. Was that is that the way you write? Are you inspired by something and then you just let it come out? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, the indigenous soul, uh, which is really an indigenous alma means soul in Spanish, it is fully channeled because mm. uh, yeah, I do have an editor to help me with the, the, the what you just shared. You know, yeah. I mean, first time she looked at, it, she goes, "Where's your table of contents?" It's, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we, my brother's we, an author, so he set me all up on that type of thing. Oh my so, god, yeah. that's great! No. So all of that, yeah, most of it's channeled. I, I, you know, I. That's kind of how. So sometimes I have a difficult time saying I'm a writer because I feel it's kind of like I'm cheating in a way. Because I know, I know what you mean, but it, but mm-hmm. no, it's um, it is still you, right? Mm-hmm. It's still it's it's still whatever wisdom is given to you 
it is your own divine intellect that is is um you know translating and giving out on the paper there so it's still you it's just in partnership with exactly yeah i i appreciate that i hear that and then i i think i might have it's probably on there the dragonflies i channeled 52 dragonflies a while back out of a story a vision that i had in uh, 2002 and i channeled all 52 and every time i read them i go whoa yeah. now i had my i had my editor look them all over there wasn't any i think there was two of them there was two of them out of 52 that needed um some editing the rest were perfect right yeah, there, there is a, a wonderful. Um, I think I've got his book up here. Where is it? Uh, Brian Freud, I think, what it is, and and he channeled fairies, mm -hmm. and he did a most incredible illustration to go mm -hmm. with it, and the story as told by the fairies to him, mm -hmm. and who they were. And anybody knows anything about fairies? Fairies do not reveal themselves unless they wish to. Mm -hmm. You can't go looking for them and hope to find them. They could be staring at you, and you can't see them they will reveal when they wish to be revealed and so mm -hmm. he spent this time putting this together and it's utterly beautiful you know the graphic mm -hmm. and the story and everything else and i think you know for a lot of people that channeling is just getting out of the head's intellect of how it should be and allowing the story to be what it's meant to be mm -hmm. yeah i don't have a problem with that actually mm -hmm. you know i just kind of let it do yeah be no, seriously, I just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, the dragonflies, I wasn't much of a dragonfly person. So when I had that vision, I went, oh, that's interesting. So, and I love dragonflies, but they're not my, uh, and they talk story with me. You know, each one of them has their own personality. Yes. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, dude, yeah. So, yeah, one of my favorite ones is Jasper, who's the coyote. He's always flooding around getting into trouble. <laughs> Do you relate to that? <laughs> he makes us laugh my granddaughter and I, that's what tiktok she wanted to put the dragonflies on tiktok and i said go for it chica i just don't know what i'm doing when i'm there right you know? yeah you know no i i hear you on that my mom was um, an actress and a beautiful storyteller and she yeah. wrote a beautiful story about horatio mouse um who actually went to the jungle and became king mm. right and it's a lovely story of how the other animals trusted him up against the ego of the lion. But it was all about the bringing people together to standing mm -hmm. as a whole. And somebody wrote something the other day about the 1% and the 99% of the victims of the 1%. And I said, well, imagine if the 99% came together right? in one beautiful frequency of love. Mm -hmm. And we showed kindness and caring to one another. And we actually did not support the 1%, but we supported each other. Would we see the scales change? I do think so. We give ourselves up so easily mm -hmm. as slaves to something and then feel we're powerless. You are the one that's made yourself powerless. Mm -hmm. I agree. I concur. Totally. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You were talking about earlier about how the doom and gloom kind of deal. Mm -hmm. I don't subscribe to that. I, I don't say it's not happening, right. but um, acknowledge it, but, but yeah. give it all the loving energy it needs yeah. <laughs> to, to yeah. thrive and not, you know, 
not die one from my, it. One yeah. of my gals said, Julia, I just kind of look at it now and go, oh, I see you. <laughs> I mm-hmm. said, right on. I had a, a, a client a long time ago that was a demolition person when they used to blow things up and stuff, right? And I was curious. I thought, what happens when you guys blow things up? I mean, let's say the detonation is too close. Do you guys run? He goes, oh, no, we do not run. And I go, what do you guys do? So we get quiet. Like you teach, Julia, get quiet. You know, get quiet. And then we look to see what's falling and then we move. Mm. And I love that image because exactly. Yeah, there's, of course, there's stuff going on. Like you were talking about your brother. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, oh, aren't you? I go, yeah, but don't, don't get in my space and try to freak me out. You know? I just need to stay quiet so that I can see where I need to move. You know, yeah. not budget. I'm not going to run dark on it. No, no, you could be <laughs> running right into the big block that's going to land on your head. So, you know, yeah, but that, that is something I think, you know, that I speak to a great deal of human awareness is that we're so busy dictating or demanding or reacting. Mm-hmm. We're actually not aware to actually what is around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's where the book Indigenous Soul came from. Mm. Because I, you know, I've heard people from different humans share things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I said, but I, you know, we're indigenous souls. Yes. We all, we all be here from here. There, yeah. There's nowhere else. I mean, even if you are from somewhere else, you've chosen to be here on this planet in this time and space. For a you're, reason. Yeah, for a reason. And Maybe you want to see what that reason's about, or maybe you don't. It's free will, free agency. That's the thing. You, you know. can't make somebody be something or not or whatever. No matter how much, Sarah, no matter how much, you know, maybe my sister could have seen it in three hours and it took me a minute. Yeah. Longer than three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's I know, good. I know. And, and, and it's interesting because Leon and my brothers, I've interviewed him a few times on his books mm-hmm. and, and he's kind of a moo cow. You know, when it comes to like, you know, but when it comes to his writing, Mm -hmm. he is incredibly dimensional, incredibly intuitive. And that's really the real him. He doesn't know how to be the real him in real life. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But Mm -hmm. I see him and we we have great conversations and I love reading his books because they always take me on beautiful journeys. But my sister is most certainly, you know, um, I mean, she's got a good heart and everything else. But she is most certainly, you know, buys into the next chaos. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't get what I do. Like, I'm proud of you, but I don't know what you do. And because I'm, I'm there promoting that we help one another, that we're there for one another, that kindness and love and compassion and collaboration and, and all that cohesiveness is what's going to save us as a human race and planet and, you know, allowing the universe to, to be very much a part of us she called me a do-gooder communist because that was the understanding of what I'm doing. <laughs> so, you know, I basically told her to go somewhere. <laughs> but I mean, that's what, no, I've not had anybody share that. With no, no. It, it, it's, it's just like, where do you get that? Mm-hmm. You know, where do you get standing up for humanity, supporting one another, supporting each one of our beautiful excellence and essence as mm-hmm. do-gooding or, or communism what's in your mind that that's that's how you see it because i can't see things that way and i'm i am when i was in that eight-year lull 
of being disconnected from I don't think it was so much disconnect from the spirit, but from heart. I am a true colors coach, the four key personality traits, which I find fascinating. So I'm always fascinated by human nature. I actually wanted at that time to go into the prison system and interview various criminals on various levels to see which color they are. Because mm-hmm. I had a theory of which color personality they were. Mm-hmm. I could do it then. Because I had removed myself from pain. I couldn't do it now. Because I would walk in there and feel everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I worked those genres in the past. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it takes a lot out of you, doesn't it? Because people don't realize that, you know, um, I know when there's some disaster going on in the world, or a wave of something, oh, <gasps> You feel mm-hmm. it and somebody go, oh, just put a white light, you know, white light or a block around you. You just need to push it out. You don't understand. <laughs> you yeah. know, it, it is. Uh, <laughs> there is no choice in this. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's the frequency. That's the wavelength that you're picking up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and it can be quite encompassing sometimes, can't it? Yeah. Liquid light. That's what I call mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you were in it. Yeah. Yeah. How aware and where your frequency is. Yeah. How do you change that? How do you change that back into being a more positive vibe than rather a distraught one? That's a good question. I don't know if I even, I mean, I do. Uh, definitely the cult in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, we're going on a trip today. Yeah. <laughs> do, I go, do I go lonely or not? So it's, a, it's like, whoa. Um, no, Miha, I, I think this just understand for me. Okay, you asked the question. For me, it's under when I first came in to understand what was going on. Um, I've only had a few human mentors, the rest have been in the non physical realm. And um, all of them have shared with me where do you want to do your work from? Yeah. I said, oh, I didn't know I had, I mean, I really didn't know I had a choice consciously. Yeah. Yes. And I, and, and so I shared with them, uh, the, of course, the unconditional light of love mm-hmm. of myself and the all. And then they educated me on that. Yeah, you can do that. And then have that understanding of the other, of that part, that denser frequency. Yeah. So I, I don't know, Miha, that's a great question. I just be, I just mm. bring myself back here and get yeah. quiet. Whatever that might mean, it might mean for myself, breath work is important. Yes. Um, so keeping my breaths um, in that movement, if my body starts doing interesting things, like starts going into um, unreasonable pain is what I call mm. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I go, oh, okay, okay, Miha, get over here. And I just gather my peeps. Yeah, and we work, but it's it, it you know it sounds simple and easy, but that could take a minute, you know, and that could take a yeah. few days or whatever. I mean, I had epileptic seizures for almost ten years. Yeah, really, yeah. Right. The last neurological thing that I had was in 2014. I had a mild stroke, and that I didn't. I I knew why I, I had it. I did something that I probably talking about boundaries. Yeah. When it, as you know, Miha, as we, we have children, we have grandchildren and that's where I lose it. If someone's in danger, I just pop in Mm. and that's what happened. One of my grandchildren was in danger and I popped in Mm -hmm. and as soon as I did it and I came back out, I knew something wasn't right. Right. And so I've had to learn that's almost 10 years from that time. I had to learn how to 
not go there. Yeah, if they're, they're yeah. like you can send a certain amount of loving energy and white light and everything else, but you got to be careful what you jump into. Yeah, right. I did, I knew when I did it. Yeah, I wanted, and then you know, as it's just like you just you know, it's like actually, it's like. And all reality is watching your grandchild go out in the middle of the freeway mm. and you're not going to do anything. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you so don't you, think you do. You just do. But yeah. with everyone else, I do not. Right. That's not it. I don't care how close. With my grandchildren, I, I do what I call a pregnant pause, right? Uh, I'm going to do something. <laughs> but I'm going to give it a little bit of a, you know, a pause, get really super quiet so that I can do what is best because I'm sure you know this also we cannot walk anybody else's path no and we we can't walk it for them we can't even tell them how to walk it all we can do is prepare them with mm -hmm. the tools the skills and and you know the the abilities to walk it for themselves that 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 our journey of life is for us to walk but mm -hmm. the wise ones you meet along the way are going to give you the, the tools and how mm -hmm. to navigate through life so that when you come across a, a pothole, it's not going to become a Grand Canyon, <laughs> right? And that, you know, because we're going to get knocked down. Mm -hmm. We're going to come across things. You know, we're still in the human vessel. We are um, human psyche. We're going to get hurt. We're going to get things that are going to upset us. It's how do we come out of it? How do we apply this thought this psyche this spirit in order to come out of it and i think you know we need to allow ourselves the the human reaction of pain or grief or this and that because it needs to be spent we can't suffocate it it needs to that always the emotions are there for a reason spend them just don't become emotional over the emotions exactly amen yeah amen yeah that's that that's interesting. No, I mean, no, seriously. It's like, oh, I didn't really do any of that before. Yeah. I decided to kind of hang. I thought, oh, that's why people do that. Oh, my gosh. That's what, oh, geez, Louise. Praise the Lord. I just did not know. And I'm just like, okay, let's let's get back into our little, you know, get back into that, um, in that realm of being where there's both worlds functioning uh, in, in the most beautiful loving way and recognizing that yeah you have a big huge family here mm -hmm. um it's it's beyond my comprehension at yes. times. uh yeah and so i this is what i tell my grandchildren i said i share because they love coming here and being with me mm -hmm. it's, it, i mean from the 30 something to the babies they just yes. love it and i said look me and me one is great i love the one-on-one -on -one. two's okay three no bueno I can't do three of you. I said, it's too much. Yeah. And so at first, my adult children didn't like that. And I said, look, I can only do so much. I'm getting up there in age. And yes. I want to spend one on one with each one of them. So you're talking 27. So yeah. they can be over here all the time. It's right. not like, it's not like I, yeah. Well, mm -hmm. no, but you're also you're giving them your time in that way. You're giving them that focus. You know, mm -hmm. as they might, my daughter is a, um, building me a house on her property and mm -hmm. and her in-laws are just kind of down we're all going to be on the same property and oh, their thing is that we're there to help them with the children right now and later on they're there to look after us 
right? And of course, we have a, we have a little Down syndrome little boy. We, we, have, we don't know what the challenges are going to be. So it will be all hands on deck. But, you know, I have actually said, you know, yes, my house, my space. And, you know, when grandma has something on the door, it means I'm interviewing. No, you can't come in. Right. Otherwise, you know, I look forward to the little knock on the door and the grandkids coming in. But, you know, I'm only going to have two right now, not 27 <laughs> of them. I know, right. You know, I don't know what that's like to be honest. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and, you know, I don't know. What, what age were you when you became first a grandmother? In my 30s. Right. You see, I was I was 66. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I'd been waiting a long time and I have a step-granddaughter who's eight, but I don't get to see too much of her. And my and my son has married into her family. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're very, very engrossed in their family. So, and then I'm, you know, with my daughter and uh, then the other daughter is what I call the Auntie Mame. You know, yes. <laughs> yeah. She mm-hmm. can't wait for them to get older and take them off to museums and art galleries and this and that, you know, that type of thing, which is wonderful. And that's how I was to... My sister is 13 years older than me, so that's how I was to her children. I was mm-hmm. kind of the Auntie May, you know, mm-hmm. showing them different things in life, which was exciting. Um, I, you know, I think the, I think what people don't understand, and then you see certain spiritual mm, conglomerations where they purely live in 100% spirit and not really in the human realm. Mm-hmm. And but you know very often I look at it and go, this is so much like religion. That a lot of the practices you're doing is just another form of religion. You may be tapping in a bit more, but what good is that beautiful spiritual essence if it's not combined with the human purpose? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. No. That that's so true. I. That's walking in both worlds at the same yeah. time, fully awake, fully present. Uh, that is really important for, for us as humans, especially now. And we have this opportunity right now to do just that. Like you were sharing, it's a, it's a bit more accepted um, yes. and not at the same time. Uh, it's just kind of a oxymoron, I think sometimes. Well, you know, it's the people that, that are resistant to it. It's the people that, you know, haven't had, maybe the cosmic two by four, you know, had that because most of the people I've done 3000 shows and most of the people had something happen to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that put them on the path of their own meaningful purpose, their own life essence. And, you know, some things have been absolutely horrific that have happened to them, but they oh, discovered yeah. strength. They discovered courage. They discovered abilities. They discovered purpose. They discovered self-love and mm-hmm. the love of life. And then who they are today and what they're doing is absolutely a beautiful gift to all of us, right? But they were willing to let go of the suffering, prepared to go through the struggles and the process of becoming to be the light they are today. And not everybody's ready for that journey. No, 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 not everybody's ready. Yeah. Yeah. I have a a, a person that said something, um, a native man, and I really love the what he shared um, he was talking about, of course, his path of being a Native man um, here in California. And I, sh- I shared with him, I said, I love what you said. He goes, you know, I don't care what everybody else is doing. He said, just let me do what I need to do. And that's the way I feel. Yes. Just let me be who I be. I'm a Mexican woman. My parents from Mexico, indigenous people. 
let me be my curandera. Let me be the curandera de las curanderas que ven. You know, they see others. Let me just be. Don't tell me how to be yes. a curandera because that's, I'm not self-proclaimed there. You know, right. This, this is something that was handed down and I hold that very dear than, than for not my grandmothers. Mm. Or not, yeah, and I, I don't want to disrespect them. Yeah, my human insecurities are m- nothing compared to what they had to yeah. give up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I come from a very Celtic background, um, mm-hmm. and and I kind of really relate to that. I'm not an earthy person. I am, I am a spirit person. I am sky. I am wind. I am flow. Um, but I respect the earth is and. And I touch it as I land before I take flight again, because that's who I am, right? It's understanding our role. But I love I love the historical of what has been before, the good and the bad, because mm-hmm. it is what's made us who we are today. You know, the, that human experience through the eons, along with our cosmic experience, you know, put the two together. I mean, they're absolutely divine. But there is something on your site that I would actually like to read because I think it's absolutely beautiful. <clears throat> Just be. Rejoice, my sweet one, my love, my heart. We are one, not separate. I speak to you and only you right now. You know the truth in your heart about us all. And right now I'm speaking to you from your soul and spirit, from our soul and spirit, from the world's universe, soul and spirit. This is the truth of all one truth know this my sweet one and be in love with your essence and open to that to this that all you are love show them what love is on all levels showing this love comes in many ways she love shows us how beautiful we are even when the fear is rising the key is to love all that comes our way not hide it from ourselves but to embrace it and let it go because letting go means it no longer is it is no longer a part of who we are and it is just a memory like an old movie that might have frightened us but after we left the theater we just shook it off it is no longer a part of our thinking and thus is no longer a part of our lives we have the power to create everything we choose and the love is our birthright is always here in us around us it has no beginning no end it is endless i mean that is so beautiful isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the, the light beams you were talking about. The uh-huh. That was written somewhere in the early 90s or somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember. And it was a vision. Yes. I was it's struggling. truth. It's yeah. truth. I was struggling with um, who, do, who do I talk the story with? Yeah. Who do I share this with? And then yeah. that came through. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and just like, it is just utterly truth right there. It is utterly yeah, truth. It, it, yeah. Yeah, so true. It's like not my truth, not your truth. The truth. The truth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. That's why. You I know, when people up. say, "Well, can you explain it? Can you?" They no, I can't. It just is. Yeah, it's it's the truth. It's like yeah. well, it's not my truth. Damn, if it were my, I can make up all that. I mean, I my human brain is very intelligent, but it could not put all yeah. that together. Yeah. 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 I. Yeah. It's uh. It's yeah. It's beautiful. I agree with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and that's the way you know the way I love to do my shows and when I write it is um I may have kind of something I wish to write about and sometimes you know when I press record on my my own weekly shows I might have one word 
<laughs> one word. I mean, you know, yesterday I did mine. I looked outside of it. Spring has sprung. And then spring. <laughs> Here we go. What's your next chapter? You know, we, we, all the seeds we can plant now. Let's water them and just let it go. Let's let come out what needs to come out. But mm -hmm. the only trouble is I hadn't written it. So when it came afterwards, what did I say? Now I've got to write a blog on it. <laughs> I know, right? No, I hear you. Totally. Yeah. Same, same. Same, same, Miha. Same, same. Yeah. Not, not but, a... you know, I I don't care what persecution I've been through in the past or or what anybody else's opinion is, because that doesn't matter to me anymore. It doesn't matter if people are afraid of me or this of me or that of me, because that is out of my control. That's their opinion. They're entitled to it. I know who I am, why I am, what I'm here to do. And I am at last, at last in my life, at peace with being me. Mm, que bonito. Isn't it a lovely place to be? Oh, God, yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what the hell was that about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why did it take me so long? But, you know, we had to wait, I think, for, you know, for, for that conscious rising. We had to wait for that energy rising because, you know, the universe has a plan. Right? And that plan is to the awoken of humanity you know for the rising of that consciousness mm -hmm. because when we're in that higher consciousness of love we can't knowingly do harm to anyone else to do so mm -hmm. is to harm ourselves right mm -hmm. so that volume needed to be turned up and as it's been turned up people are awakening and then they're stepping into who what they're meant to be you know i say we're all here to kind of understand what is our instrument in life we're mm -hmm. here to learn how to play it and yes we can be soloists but when we find the right orchestra to join and we can all in our each individual strengths come together harmoniously and play out, then the symphony resonates out, becoming an inspiration and an invitation for all. Mm -hmm. yes, that's truth. It's not I about don't. just being part of the one and abstaining being. It's about mm -hmm. a part of your beautiful essence being part of the collective. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I agree fully. Mm -hmm. So when people come to you, what can you help them with? Oh, I'm so listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm just like, I think she's wrapping up. No, 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 no. We still have a good wrap up. But, Sarah, Sarah, but I, so I do listening. need to honor the work that you're doing. <laughs> I was so listening to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, well, I'm so, I was like not even here with me. So share with me. Ask me the question again. <laughs> what do you offer other people on their journey of soul awakening? Okay. Um, well, actually, th that that which is is my stick is getting, you know, again, um, the school without walls, walking both worlds at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, doesn't matter actually where you are most, you know, we're all going to end up in the same place. Yeah. yeah? um getting quiet that stillness yeah. if you were to ask all of the people that have come through I do retreats and I have students and all of that good stuff and they'll all say Julia what I teach is the four frequencies and vibrations of being yeah and how how I mean there's others I'm sure but I yeah. have four that I teach and and how to you know like three are ego and one mm. is true uh, no thought divine thought mm. 
Yeah. Is the alma. How do we connect to our soul self? Yes. It's already there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's already there. But so, open up that channel. And be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, for, for you, I would think the channel's pretty open. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but people are afraid to open it or they don't know how to open it or they're unaware that it's knocking at their door and yeah. they don't know where the doorknob is. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, you're helping them open up that channel and trust it. Mm -hmm. right feel it it's no Mm -hmm. there is no thought here it's feel yeah oh it's just no thought that's it yeah it's divine thought it's like we were talking about the truth not julia's truth or the errors or whatever is that true and when i when i visit with people there i think a lot of people are really into like being told and that's not i don't give certificates or anything like that and i always tell share with people to match their own medicine so um, your medicine, Sarah, is your medicine. It is so personal to you. Mm-hmm. And it may or may not resonate with someone else. Exactly. So it's, it's when a person comes to me, it is. I have the beautiful, wonderful gift of being able to see mm-hmm. and talk story with someone's soul self yeah. from the beginning of their time to the end of time. Yeah. That is my whole very dear and sacred. Yes. So, and that's something my, my ancestors have been doing forever. Yeah. yeah. So that, that is wonderful and great. And that's what I get to do. I don't share with people what they're supposed to do. Yeah. I share with them how to get quiet so they can see and be. How and to then, open up, to receive yeah, and to exactly. trust what they receive. You know, it's. I love that trust because yeah. unconditional love is wonderful. Yeah. And I think that's great. But you got to trust first. <laughs> unconditional trust of what you're hearing seeing, feeling and all that good stuff the vulnerability the vulnerability i think the greatest gift you can give to yourself is your vulnerability because when you are vulnerable you are in trust that doesn't mean that you haven't got the boundaries around you it means that you're at that energy plane Mm -hmm. where the nasty energy can't reach you Mm -hmm. right you're in yeah, if it's if your frequency is in the fine frequency of self, of yeah. unconditional love and trust, right on. Yeah, nothing can come in. Right, nothing. and that's and that's the trust that oh no 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 bueno yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and it takes a journey to get there. But when you do get there, you know, I think one of the things we don't do enough of, which I love, is silence. Like when when I drive to my daughter, it's about an hour and forty minutes away. I have no music. I have nothing. My mind is driving. So mm-hmm. it's been kept busy. Yeah. My spirit mm-hmm. is just doing what it needs to do. But I also love being in the dark and just being present with self. Exactly. But it's also when you're in nature, you know, the wind rustling through the trees, the ocean hitting mm-hmm. the shores, the laughter of children and dogs, you mm-hmm. know, just the, the sheer energy of everything around you. And, you know, if we could trust that we're being supported all the time, you know, we wouldn't feel so disconnected or so alone. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I just think it's just wonderful. I don't think I know it's just wonderful. Like your grandbabies, yeah. my grandbabies and your grand, my great-grandchildren, they're all angels. They've never yes. been here before. They have yeah. no past lives. They are here in this time and dispensation. It's been going on for quite a while. But I, that's why when you see your grand, I talk to a lot of grandmothers uh, or parents that'll go, my child is real. I said, yeah, you got an angel. Yeah. What does that mean? I said, they've never been here in human form. The indigo kids, right? 
purity. No, it's, it's beyond that. It's mm. beyond, those are back there. That, yeah. That's if you want to talk about my stick, my real stick is working with the seeables. Right. These are these are children. These yes. are the angels. These are the ones that I've been waiting for to mm. come and be your grandchildren. You yes. Know? And that's I'm, what- I'm looking at both of my grandchildren and, and this this little one I have right now, little Roro, he's he's a he's a little earthy. Mm-hmm. He's earthy. But I know that little Louis that's coming, mm-hmm. a special little child that's coming, mm-hmm. he's he's of spirit. And the two of them together mm-hmm. are going to form such a connection mm-hmm. that then will become the whole for others to see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not. Yeah. I, and I work with the kids. If if it's appropriate with the parents, they'll yes. bring the kids in. Sick, sick, yeah. Anyways, that's a whole nother thing. But my son, Luca, um, he has three sons and um, his first and his last, uh, his first and his third are uh, dead on seers and so bit. And some people think, oh, my gosh, that's great and wonderful. And and it is. And the second one, he said, he cried. He said, in a good, it's a challenge when you have children that are seers. Yeah. I mean, even though he has me and he's, he's, you know, he said, oh my gosh, mom, Kalani, he's, I said, I know, honey. He goes, I'm so glad he doesn't have the gift. Yeah. He's, you know, and I, and that's truth. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, Kalani can see, but not the way the first, yeah. the last one do. Yeah. And um, he he goes, is that okay to think that way? I said, oh God, yes, please, mm-hmm. yes, because it, when it, we all come here, when you said that, we all come here for certain things. Yes, and Kalani's going to walk the earth path a bit more. He's very, he's very, he's interesting, beautiful, amazing little boy. And um, I said he's just going to be more, you know, earthy type person, yeah. but. Yeah. Um, Nakoa and um, Jackson are going to, yeah, and, w- and no worries, I'll be there for them. And he goes, okay, good. Because my son had a rough time uh, mm-hmm. with all his abilities and stuff. There was different. Yeah. yeah. I, so, you know, I, I, I hear because it is, I didn't have, the, although my mom was a seer, you know, we called mm-hmm. it Faye, and you know, we all had the ability to read. Mm-hmm. It was not something that we kind of advertised, you know, it wasn't something that was spoken about, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But also I was considered just really not of this world and, and uneducated because I didn't finish school. And basically, let's just hope she makes a good marriage. And it, you know, nobody kind of, you know, just thought that I was a bit dim-witted, really, right? Yeah. Because because I wasn't kind of in their zone. Mm-hmm. And, and education to me was, what's the wisdom I need to know to understand the knowledge? Mm-hmm. I have to have the wisdom to understand what the knowledge means, not the knowledge for knowledge's sake. Exactly. I agree with you. I, I The school system, we, we don't want to get on with that. <laughs> well, that I've got a book coming out uh, later in this year, a collaborative book, and it's gone on Raising Our Gifted Children, but it's on the Forgotten Children series. And it mm. is on that, that if we paid more attention to the essence of the souls of our children, allowed them to teach us so we can guide them, instead of dictating yeah yeah right yeah, that's actually one of the, the, the archetypes right one yeah. of the archetypes is the seeable that they're archetypes that my peeps helped me put together um and that's pretty much what it is because it's like uh i think it's a collaborative with our children and our yes. grandchildren it's not like uh well we're around the same age so it's you know 
to be seen and not heard, basically. Yeah. yeah. Even though they knew who you be. Yeah. Um, there was still that conforming to being in this world. Well, it's interesting, you know, because my daughter is is a person that sees people from the inside out, but she's got more practical, you know, more practical mm-hmm. thing of her. She actually said to me, don't talk spirit with Roro too early, because it actually scared me growing up. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. Which was interesting. I didn't know that because she she would literally stay home on a Saturday night where everybody else with their friends and, and we would have an evening together and I would completely go spirit. And I didn't realize that it scared her but I think Mm -hmm. it's because although she's incredibly instinctual because gut out she's practically very practical in what she does right Mm -hmm. and she's scared that it's going to scare him he and I have already got that bond we've already got that signature Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to scare him because he's already there Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, yeah. yeah. But I could I can appreciate where your daughter what your daughter yeah, was saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I'll be mindful of, you know, how much I reveal, but I don't think it's I think he's going to reveal to me. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, and and then down know where that door is open. But is um I, I just love watching him play, watching him in his little world. You know, he's mm-hmm. quite methodical. He's quite a methodical person. Um so he's he's got a plan. He's definitely got a plan. And I think what we should do is pay attention to our children's plans and stop interfering. Amen. No, seriously, that is like the truth there. Yeah. Um, yeah. My my uh, beautiful best friend, um, she her he must be like 17 now. But I remember when he was born, it was beautiful to watch her with this beautiful young man and I learned so much about the human aspect of how blessed we are with certain I don't know where where spectrum your grandson is he's down syndrome so I don't know we don't know the level yet until he's born we know physically he's all right so far but we actually don't know the learning curve until he's born obviously yeah, so I learned a lot and I have a special needs grandson that's on the autism Mm -hmm. um and it's it's interesting they teach us so much about being you know like it's not like it's a you know we're all thinking oh we need to tell pd boy that's my grandson how to be and then he's like not exactly (laughs) no i I, i've interviewed so many autistic children or people Mm -hmm. or adults and they you know the adults were persecuted for not being they were treated less than and then when Mm -hmm. they realized what they were they felt so relieved just to be and with a lot of the other autistic people young people they have such focus in on their gift on their gift on their creativity all right they mm-hmm. just maybe don't want to socialize with everyone because they pick up different energies and they want to keep a tight circle of energy mm-hmm. they know that they're harmoniously in so they're selective yes they are focused and selective perhaps we could learn something from that you think <laughs> you think me yeah Yeah. so I'm like oh my goodness yeah so um I think you know this is something we need to to get out of as as human beings we we think that we're better than we think that we know all because we're humans we think that we're entitled to more you know we we think that um but we're superior and in all honesty in our actions it has not proven so 
You mean to children? No, just to adults, human race as as a as a race. We've stepped into entitlement, oh, oh, right? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as the overculture, definitely. Yes, and mm-hmm. and you know when we're looking at that, um, you know, I I like watching talent shows, and some of these children will come along, six or seven or eight, you know, doing magic or singing, and when they sing, it's just like pure soul. And when they're doing the magic, such confidence. And you look at these kids and you go, and even when they don't go through, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, uh, hello, everyone else. Example of how to be. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Because you know, we have got very self-opinionated that we are be all and end all, but our actions do not say that. Yeah, that's true. Actions speak differently. And there's a lot to be learned from. I mean, we see so much with the animal kingdom where species are not, are not meant to mix and they're being enemies, but they are living from compassion. Children mm-hmm. who don't see color, you know, uh, they don't see differences. They just see the same vibe. They just resonate on the same frequency. We've got to stop interfering and we've got to start tapping into what they're taking. Remember when Harry met Sally? I'll have what she's having. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think kind of whatever our, our beautiful spirits are doing, whatever our beautiful spiritual children and animal kingdom is doing, let's mm-hmm. tap into that energy. Yeah. Well, I'm just I saying, sir, my people have. But that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, we have. That's where I come from. You know, that's yes. why I love. We just, you know, we just. I mean, I, I don't just, know if the people don't trust it or they just don't want to pay attention to it or they're scared of it. I think mostly fear because society has made this a villainous thing to yeah, be a seer and open up right and yeah. if they can get rid of the fear and trust the feeling and just let it in then they're like god what have i been missing all my life <laughs> yeah, that, like the overculture what i mean by overculture could be whoever's running the show yeah in whatever country you're in could be ego the world yeah, yeah. ego yeah, and so. insecurity Mm-hmm. yeah fear a lot of fear yeah definitely great deal uh, fear of and um yeah fear 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 yeah yeah <laughs> do, in, yeah. in all yeah. multiple levels on so many mm-hmm. different scales i mean yeah you no know, it's um i'm but you know i think we've been we've been taught to be fearful even though we don't know what we're fearful about because it's a form of control and this oh, is yeah. where we need to snap the strings and say no i will decide what i'm fearful about you're not going to tell me exactly Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. Totally. Yeah. 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 So we can help the people whose spirits want to rise if they're willing to take the journey, if they're willing to open up and let it in. Can't help anyone who's not willing because everything is about free will, isn't it? Yes. Free will. Definitely. That's that's uh, that's why we're here. Yeah. This is the only from my understanding from where I've been. Um, it sounds like you've traveled also that there's not another solar system that has the free will thing so hey we're doing it and there's a reason behind that yeah yeah so i'm i am i'm doing my thing here and and uh giving it what it needs in the moment of time and space that i'm in now um all those other dimensions and things like that as long as i hang here all that others is taken care of Mm -hmm. let it be let it be I know, right? Yeah, same, same. and just be, just be. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. if just you know, say to people, please, you may have a vision. I get given visions all the time. You know, 
five years ago and exactly where to take my business and it's and it's slowly getting there now but I had to wait for the synchronicity of all the other people I was going to collaborate with for yeah. them for their seedings to grow for is to be able to come together and it's you know I used to be in a person in a, in a hurry and I realized now I'm going to get more done by just riding the wave which sometimes may come to a complete standstill for whatever reason and then pick up another wave mm -hmm. and I've learned to be the plotter and enjoy the journey <laughs> instead of rushing to harvest you know picking things up before they're ripe so mm -hmm. it's I don't know if it's an age thing or a journey thing but it's certainly something that that I I wish that more people would experience yeah yeah I call it you know you sing finding Lima, Lima. yeah yeah, well, that writing that the the turtles. You, yes. When you go to Hawaii, Miha, that's the fun, most wonderful thing is to watch those turtles in the ocean. Especially yeah, my daughter, my daughter was there beginning of the year. She went over to a, um, a yoga retreat and she was meant mm -hmm. to leave, but they had the whole turtles uh, oh. going. She said she stayed. She said it was just a wonderful experience. And she's going to go back there again next year just for that yeah. experience. Yeah. I mean, they're hundreds of years old, some of them. Yes, but yes. But whole finding Nemo was when they were riding the Australian stream mm. and those turtles come in. So I just, just ride the stream. And, and then some, I was mentioning to somebody, I said, yeah, you, well, you don't want to follow Dora, but actually Dora didn't get you into a whole lot of pro problems. You know, because uh -huh. <laughs> she was good. Yeah. I said, she kind of like uh, what I call um, a good little distraction here and there, yeah. but whatever, whatever medicine you want to, you know, whatever story, however you want to be in this world. Uh, match the medicine. Yeah. Always match the med That's what I share with my my Pete, my uh, persons that I work with. Yeah. You ask that question is it's about finding your medicine. Yeah. You know, work with people sometimes, and they like boom, we they nail it. We nail yeah. it boom, and then others yeah. kind of hang out a little bit longer, and they're going, why don't you tell? They'll go, why don't you tell me? I said, I, it's not my job to tell you. I I'm here to show you she you know mm -hmm. like yeah, but you're like hey you know maybe you just want one fishing boat to go out right. there maybe you want a fleet i don't know yeah let's let's it's your 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 your, your thing yeah yeah um, we're going to know which doors to open and yeah. and what to let flow out and then you know how to ride the wave again mm -hmm. i think one of the thing is surrender Gosh, surrender yeah. and relinquish your control because then you will go where you need to go it works every single time. Every single time. <laughs> right? I don't know about that other thing that goes on upstairs in the brain. Right. Uh, too many detours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's that's the free will. Hey. Yeah. 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 But it's also, you know, it's like when I lay on water, I can mm -hmm. actually go to sleep on water and you're just feeling the water all around mm -hmm. you and everything is that such incredible conduit of, of all that you need to have. And it's also to know which, which channels we hear or see best from mm. and to know how to open those channels and trust those channels. And we've really got to go become more in tuned with self to understand what is our instrument, what mm. is our healing modality. You know, how do we open up those channels? Because we could have a floodgate of channels and you're not meant to have all of them. Mm. The, you know, the, the, there's one or two channels there that, you know, this is my wave. This is my wave, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it might take you a little while to get there, but, you know, with due diligence and, and the willingness to be open and to receive and let go and, and surrender, you'll find your wave. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Um, 
Amen. I agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. We have the answers. We are the answer. It's just that are we going to apply the answer? Yeah, that's the, the knowing within. That's mm -hmm. uh, what I, it's like some of the uh, clients will go, oh my gosh, Julia, it is a knowing within. I said, yeah, mm -hmm. it's, if anything, it's a remembrance. Yeah. And you, what I, I just call it a hit. I use very simple words. When they get a hit, mm -hmm. I go, there you go, mija. Yeah. There you go, mijo. They go, yeah. that's what you're talking about. I said, yeah. Yes. Can you I go, can you describe that? They go, no. I said, there you go. Exactly. It's a personal, personal hit. Yeah, I, it's beyond yeah. beyond human description, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. there aren't the words to describe how you feel. But the, mm -hmm. the feeling of enrichment and abundance and, and pure light is just, you know, and pure love. And everybody thinks love has to be this <gasps> beating heart, but it is actually supreme peace. You know, when I do go traveling up into the universe and I'm in that vast universe, I am everything and nothing. Mm -hmm. I am all knowledge and I know nothing. Mm -hmm. And it is such a peaceful, beautiful, supportive place to be. It is. I agree. Totally agree with that. Yeah. And not everybody um, needs to do that. No. Yeah. I mean, I've had people say, well, I want to kind of call myself the GP of the work yeah. that we do because general practice, I can go into wherever I need to go into. So, you know, one client says, I want to really see my peeps. And I said, okay, let's, and then I'm kind of getting like, mm, she's not ready. But uh, so I, I, okay, we'll do blah, blah, blah. Match her medicine, kind of share with her what she need to do. And then she, <laughs> she uh, texts me, oh, no, 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 I don't want to do that. <laughs> I said, yeah, I, you know, I put stuff around to make sure you're you're nice and protected and you know yeah. got your insurance like I don't like to use a protection because that presupposes something's going to come out right you. exactly so I use insurance you yeah know. So I put a lot of insurance around oh, assurance yeah 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 insurance assurance you know yeah. so because um, you know you have insurance for your car and you don't want to get an accident but right. eh, you know so they go, oh, I don't want to do that. And I go, I kind of figured you, but it's okay. You know, I don't tell people they can't go places, but I also, if they ask me and I'm like, I don't think it's a good idea because if they're in my, if they're in my house and they're in my realm, which is unconditional love, mm -hmm. the school without walls, we call it SWOW. Mm -hmm. If they're in SWOW, it's unconditional love of self and wonderfulness. And I have all this good, whatever. And if somebody's working with me, if they're hanging with me and they want to go do blah, blah, I'll look and I'll go, oh, that's too much cleanup, you know, and I'll just share with them, you know, yeah. if you go do that, it's going to take it, you, you can do whatever you want to do, you know, they, people have full lives, I'm not, I'm not, a, you know, they don't have to follow me because they're not following me, that's right. the you're, thing. You're guiding them. Right? Yeah, well, actually, we're kind of hanging together, mm -hmm. yeah. This is the way I look at it, Sarah, just like you, Miha. I don't know. I don't know. This this time around, I'm I'm the one that's kind of like leading or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe some other time they were doing that. Yeah. So it's a big responsibility. And um I use a lot from my what everybody shares, I use a lot of humor and whiteness mm -hmm. because what we're working with and how we're being in this time, this dispensation in time and space, it's not for the faint at heart. No, no. Yeah. It's it's for those that have said, "Hey, you know what? I made the choice. Yeah. yeah, I'm here. I'm gonna be fully awake in both worlds, and let's go rock and roll. Let's do this. Right. 
Well, and I can perceive you as a, you're the conductor, but you're helping them write the music. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, that sounds, that's a good one. Yeah, definitely. It's their music, but you're just conducting it Mm -hmm. in a way that it brings out, you know, the the Mm -hmm. real notes that they need to pay attention to, right? Yeah, not the analytical notes. Right, yeah. Because I hear things and I go, oh, that, no. You know, like this computer stuff, right? Yeah, not us, but yeah. And I go, oh no, no, let's 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 fill that, let's fill those up, yeah. And well, I, it's it's like when you watch somebody kind of coaching a singer, and it's like, mm-hmm. yes, this sounds really good, that sounds really good, but I know that when you go here, when you go here, you're right, and you sing from there, and then mm-hmm. suddenly they set themselves free, and they sing mm-hmm. from that place, and it transcends the song, it opens them up completely. So mm-hmm. you know, kind of that's the kind of the conductor I look at you being. You know where they need to come from. They've mm-hmm. still got to do it. They've still got to sing the oh, song. Yes, please. Yeah. But, but what you're doing is showing them where they can come from. Yeah. Yeah. Like, definitely. Yeah. My my little thing is always a little bit, you know, I say, I'm looking for that dominoes. And they go, what do you mm. mean? It's a frequency and vibration I'm listening. Yeah. Right. Um, but, you know, you set up a dominoes. We all have. And then you're looking for that. Just that one you're going to hit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and they all go, ah, we hit the dominoes, Julia. Said, oh, right. <laughs> you go and Manita, you go, you go take it, you go take it wherever you need to take wherever it. Wherever you need to go. Yes. Just just yes. write it and send me a postcard. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Totally. Thank you. That's totally exactly. Yeah. Through the yeah. dragonflies, through the work, through the retreats, through the, you know, uh, we call it the the master alma class we used to call it master soul class but that was way before oprah did it yeah (laughs) oh shucks i'm gonna change that because you know i don't you know i I, somebody says did you know she's doing i said oh i've been doing that for a while but it's okay we'll just call master alma class which we call mac class the mac class yeah and people go oh i knew you got a new mac i said no 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 this is something yeah yeah. Well, I mean, I'm loving the title of the site, which is the school without walls.net. That's yeah. .net, folks, the school without walls.net. And of course, people can reach out to you, school without walls at live.com. You're on Instagram, school without walls, Facebook, school without walls. Um, uh, where else are you? Uh, I know you're on TikTok. You're going to send me that link. Yeah. Um but you know it's it's all there and of course the books the children's books which is just great to see because uh you know we're uh, by helping our children navigate their own path to actually understand which paths to take in life trust their gut trust their instincts trust their spirit right and uh, go with you know with what feels right in the moment um you know if we can teach them that through storytelling and then, you know, it's giving them permission to just be without the dictation of what they, you know, what we think they should be. And and they are, in a lot of ways, our saviors. So we need to make sure that we're there to protect them right now on this journey. Yeah. Sarah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you. You're doing such amazing work. Right back at you, and, darling. Uh, I got so engrossed in what you were talking about. I like... Oh, that's right. She's interviewing. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I've, I've done quite a. I haven't done as many as you have, but I've been guests uh, through the years, lots of times, and I, it's, it's always great. But this is this has been like um, 
you know, a, a class, uh, uh, you know, like they just went on a lecture. I don't know, you name it, whatever, whatever kind we of. We just took a journey happened. together. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I was trying to give it a human word, and there's no human <laughs> words for what. what so we were oh, in flow. <laughs> yeah, more power to you, Miha. Right on. <laughs> Thank you very much, and welcome. Come back anytime. I'm certainly going to be promoting the books. And also, when is your new book going to be ready, The Indigenous Soul? We're hoping by Christmas. Yeah. Excellent. Everything. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to let me know all about that one. I'll make sure that it's here on your show blog or come back and tell us all about it. And, uh, you know, I think what Indigenous really stands for is core. The core of our soul, the core of our culture, the core of our people. Right. You know, a lot of people think well, it's just Native Indian or it's just this. It's just no, it's the core. It's going back to the core where people listen to the land, listen to the stars, listen to the sky, made the connection, honored the world they were in, honored the world from which they came from. And they lived from that core essence of being. And I think kind of the indigenous soul is like, I'm always here for you. I will always here to guide you. I'm always here to ignite your heart and soul and spirit into action. Just trust me, tap into me, let me love you, and let me lo show love through you. Amen. This, this is true. Mm -hmm. yeah. Back to basics, right? <laughs> yeah. Back to that which is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where we're meant to be. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. We've, we've done nearly two hours because the conversation oh, yeah. just flowed. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, wow, that was long. I, mean, I didn't know. I didn't realize. No, nope, no. Nope, yeah. That's the beauty yeah, of these gonna... shows. That's what I like about it. We're not a 10 minutes fish and flash and dash. It is about allowing the story to be untold and taking us wherever it needs to go. And this is where we went today. And I love it. So thank you for traveling with me. Okay. Well, thank you, Miha. I appreciate you. And right, right back at you, right back at you, darling, right back at you. So until next time, folks, know that our soul is always there with us. It's speaking to us whenever we choose to listen. It ignites our heart into excitement and love and passion and conviction. Spirit wants to get into action. Then the mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. Just get out of your head's way. Trust the feeling and let your soul guide you. Until next time. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or selfdiscoverymedia slash shows. And for all our current shows, go to What's New. We are supported by you, the audience. You will see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on Patreon and you will be able to support us there. We enjoy bringing you such wisdom. And the next show will be up in just a moment.